Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, as always. Thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our Saturday with you. i uh, got a great show for you today. Lots going on in the tech world this week. If you want to reach us, check out our Facebook page at Computer and Technology Radio. Or you can get us on Twitter, Marsha Collier. I am at Real Mark Cohen. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, Marsha, they should do what? I'd love you to hashtag your tweets, Tech Radio, just like Jim Katzman did, Kurt Boothman's doing, Linda Sherman Gordon, good to see you, everybody, iDrone HD. Uh, whoa, and I can't pronounce Marxy Avigi. Uh, he'll have to correct hey, I'm the me one on that's the involved. And, uh, it's my job to screw up <laughs> people's names, Marcia. Don't get Yeah, I can't even go there. I can't even go there. But thank you, everybody who's there right now. And you just messaged me, and you told yeah, me that we so have a very cool. famous listener. <laughs> yeah, um, apparently, I, I'm a little, I don't remember if Kurt retweeted this or I said it or whatever, but for some reason we said, always pick truth. And uh, and I guess Kurt retweeted that. Uh, and Elvis Costello liked the tweet. Well, there the, you go. The Elvis Costello, verified and everything. Uh, Tweet out that, that link. Cool. I want to see that. That's very cool. Yeah, I'll have to send that to you when I get a second. Uh, so that was kind of cool. I'd like to uh, see that kind of stuff. Uh, all right. So <laughs> it has not been a good week for tech stocks or for a co- uh, particularly Facebook and Twitter, who just got slammed in their stock price this week and their user growth. And, you know, the, the, let's talk about Twitter. Twitter and Facebook. You talk and about Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. I'll, do the, I'll do the Facebook because I had the great Twitter, uh, great Facebook meltdown this week, so I can tie it all in together. <laughs> well, you know, they have, of course, as we talked about a week or two ago, um, Twitter purged uh, bots and trolls, and they had uh, pr- account problems. There was a noticeable decline in monthly activity for uh, Twitter users following the second quarter earnings report that month. Uh, the company's m- monthly base was down by a million users as it finished over the quarter. Uh, the second platform, again, you're going to talk about Facebook in a minute. Uh, monthly active users were 335 million compared to 326 million, same period last year, and 336 million previous to that. So they, Well, what they I don't up- understand from Wall Street about Twitter right. is that would you rather have large numbers of nothing or would you rather have quality numbers of real users? So i got to well, stand right. up for Twitter on this one. I mean, right. you're right, yeah, but but again, remember part of it also, their revenue was lower than their uh, consensus estimate. Uh, their earnings were Okay, up. wait a minute. The way I read it on this report, revenue was $711 million. Right, and it says lower than the consensus. The consensus estimate was $696.2 yeah. million. You're In right. Marshall little... World, $711 million yeah, is, is higher than, than 696 Yeah, we'd have to actually see the actual real report to see what they were talking about. Uh, their expenses were up 3%. So uh, whatever the reason was, Wall Street didn't like it at all. Uh, and, and their stock got slammed. And then you go next to Facebook. Tell us what happened with Facebook. Okay, well, before I go into my own thing about Facebook, you know, Zuckerberg appeared before Congress yep, a long time ago. Yep. They did nothing. I mean, uh, he it was it was a joke. 
because no one in Washington was up to the task of taking regulating Facebook. Well, sure, because so, he has all information on every politician. And he's <laughs> got all the money. Yeah. And he but has money, right. the one thing in our American system caught up to him. The stock market did what the government failed to do, right? Yeah. So he really, they took Mark Zuckerberg out to the shed with a switch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean. He uh, well, personally I'm, lost $15.4 billion in net worth. Yeah. Yeah. The sad thing, <laughs> this, though, is the rest of the people, total loss was 119. So it wasn't just Zuckerberg. It was everybody that owned Facebook. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to go into my discussion of whether because we don't talk about stocks, whether no, it was inflated or no. whatever or any yeah. of that. My personal opinion, I was not in Facebook because uh, I knew something was it, something had to burst eventually. Yeah. Um, Facebook was ignoring all criticism. They just plowed ahead. They didn't change Jack. And let me just tell you, I'm writing right now uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram for seniors, for dummies. Mm -hmm. And I'm on the Facebook area. And always I sign up with a new account so that I can, you know, teach the experience step by step. Facebook has become so invasive because none of us have just signed up today, right? Mm -hmm. We've been on there for a while. Oh, forever. Yeah. Um, but when you sign on today, do you know it almost puts you in a loop that you can't get out of unless you give them access to your contacts? Right. Now, I have found a way around it, so and I'm going to be putting that in my book. But my tech editor, because I used one of her email addresses, to because it seems Facebook knows me wherever I am. So yeah, of course. Even, I've been use, I use an incognito window when I do this research. She got an email today saying her Facebook experience would be much better if she gave access to her contacts. So they constantly harp on people to give up their privacy. And the most yeah. important thing I'm going to say in my book is your privacy is yours. You have the power to give it up or right. not. Your choice. So we got a bunch of other privacy stuff to talk about. Oh, I didn't, yeah. didn't even talk about 23andMe. I don't think oh, I yeah, even we, had we that in mentioned our, that last week. Uh, well, in our lineup, they got an investment from GlaxoSmithKline for a bill, whatever, a whole bucket of money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> More money than we know. Why? Because yep. they're going to take all the data from the DNA. And they're going to, of course, it will be anonymous. But they're going to take all that data and they're going to be using it to develop drugs. But you see, the point is you've given up your data. Now it's theirs to sell, to sell, right. to make profits from. So, yeah, privacy is problem. dead. Yeah. Speaking of which, you go with the next story because, <laughs> uh, you know, well, we, we can talk about Facebook all day. And all I just want to tell everybody, there are ways because Facebook may be evil, but they don't want to, like, be arrested there are ways you can get around their uh, pervasiveness of everything you do. You just have to be conscious and look for ways to private your stuff. Because yeah, it has to be there, but they hide it so well. And my new book will obviously show how to get around it. Uh, when, when, when did you, what is the name of your new book and when is it coming out? 
I, I just told you, uh, won't be coming oh. out till the end of the year. So the end of the year, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this is, you know, this must be our week for really ripping big tech companies, because the next story is about Amazon's facial recognition, and, and <laughs> I love this story for so many reasons. Apparently, their uh, facial recognition has mistaken lawmakers for criminals. Is that a story? Is that surprising to you that, that lawmakers uh, no. were? Well, no. Yeah, that... Yes, actually it is. It surprises me that Amazon's facial recognition is so no, crappy. I'm yeah, I'm because kidding. Because Facebook pro... has a great facial recognition, well, which is why Am... I even recommend in my book that people upload a picture of their dog first as their profile picture. Yeah, well, there you picture. go. Well, apparently their facial recognition software, which is called R-E-K, recognition. recognition, only spelled with a K, uh, the American Civil Liberties Union doesn't think it works very well. Apparently, they recently tested this system and found it incorrectly matched the photos of 28 U.S. lawmakers with mug shots of people who had been arrested for a crime. I mean, you got to love that story. Uh, right. They're, you know, the ACL is calling for a moratorium on law enforcement's use of facial uh, surveillance. Now, whether that's going to happen or not, they don't know, but they ran... Uh, Lawmaker photos against a database of 25,000 mugshots of publicly arrested images. Uh, so anyone, and that's what happened. They found <laughs> criminals in Washington. I'm sorry. I just that just makes me laugh. Yeah, what a shot, criminals! Yeah. Oh, I have I have to tell you, I had dinner with somebody who knows all those people. Okay, who is on that level this week? Yeah. And the stories I heard would curl your hair. I bet. The, and I, I hate to use the word the deep state, but it's a great way to classify these people who are so settled in their taking and taking from the people and living off the people. It's just horrific. Well, the Amazon, they're saying the uh, recognition is added, if they add it to body cams, the system could pave the way for real-time surveillance and perpetrate wrongful arrests, they say. So, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, I think the, the story is kind of fun and silly, but the question is how serious is this and is the use of facial recognition really a good thing for law enforcement? I mean, to me, it seems like it is. You know, I just don't know how many issues there are with that. Um, they, ha they supposedly have a 95% threshold of, of uh, whether it's accurate or not, which is pretty good, but apparently didn't yeah, work. Well, so I want to – wait a minute. Let's back – let's – Pull the car over to the side of the road here, okay? Why does Amazon have to have facial recognition? Facial recognition? Yeah, yeah I, why? I don't know. Why? That's a really good I question. I mean, it's not Google who's matching up your Google photos. Right. It's not even Facebook, which we can give them a minor pass that they're looking right. for, you know, should we tag this person? Right. What the frig does Amazon need facial, except to make money off of, which well, is right. why they're selling all those devices with cameras. Of course, of course. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I'm trying to relate that to a delivery. What you know, would they need your face to verify that you ordered the product? I, I, you know, I don't know. I really don't know what the uh, the use of it is. But it's 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 a great story nonetheless. And I don't know where this is going to go, and it probably will go nowhere. But uh, welcome to the uh, 28th. But but wait a minute. Yeah. So face. Uh, excuse me. Amazon said that recognition product is already being used to stop crimes involving human trafficking and child exploitation. Really? 
Is this Amazon's job? I mean, is this? I mean, I thought they were an e-commerce company. Oh, can't we leave that other stuff to Google or Microsoft or somebody else? Amazon, you know, he's the richest, richest guy in the world. And I guess they have to have their fingers in everything. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I, you know, I don't know. It's it's a fascinating story, and uh, we'll keep you posted as we know more. Privacy about is going to be coming more and more of an issue. We're going to talk about it as it comes. And Mark, you got to talk about this one because I rarely use Uber or Lyft, and I definitely only use their upper tier of car because right. I've had some bad experiences. Uh, this story about privacy. So tell me about it. Well, I, apparently, the uh, as you say, uh, Uber or Lyft. Uh, yeah, are you talking about the uh, how to check for hidden camera story? Well, yes, about? they've been found to have right. <laughs> hidden cameras in Uber and Lyft cards. I mean, they have been, believe it or not, drivers have been rating female passengers on Twitch. Right. They've been live streaming what the people are talking about in the back of the car on Twitch, which is a public video channel. Right, of course. Yeah. Um, all, uh, several cases of this has happened, uh, some in California, some in Wisconsin. It's growing. And wouldn't someone figure you have some right to privacy when sitting in well, the back absolutely. of a car? You, you cannot be, you know, I don't know what the legality of this is. I'm sure it's probably illegal. You can't, in, in different states it's different, but in California, for example, you can't re, uh, record a phone conversation without informing someone that you're recording them. I don't know what it is with other recording de devices such as cameras. Um, they're saying that you Well, you always have... see those signs in vehicles that say, for security, this vehicle is equipped with audio and visual recording devices. Right. Consent given by entering the vehicle. Um, you know, when I see one of those, I feel like saying, okay, so that it's okay for me to record you too, right? I mean, yeah. I even say that on phone calls now because I mean, I'm... Uh, it's never for training purposes. <laughs> no. It's and so well, they keep a record of you. Right. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, this is like one of the old TV series where the, the, you know, the person who has the stock tips are sitting in the back of the car talking things over while the driver is secretly right. recording where he's going to go with it. You know, I'm not sure how many top executives ride around in Uber or Lyft. But having said that, no, I, you know, it's other things. I, you know, I guess you do things maybe sometimes in the back of a car, <laughs> certainly in the back of a limo that you don't want anybody seeing or you're out with someone you shouldn't be out yeah. with. Uh, but you the know. point is you're entitled to a certain amount of privacy. It's interesting because Kurt are. just posted on Twitter. Um, now, you were in the banking business. Yep. Um, I know Citibank has been hounding me for more data via mm -hmm. email, via direct mail, the whole thing. Same with Kurt. And he says he made a deposit at Bank of America, and they insisted on seeing his ID. Like, really? Some stranger is going to be depositing money into somebody's account? <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Uh, I mean, they just want more and more data. They admitted they had his ID before, you know, when he right. opened up the account. But they had to check ID once more. And give him a sales pitch, of course. Right. So uh, this is all just getting too deep. Well, the only thing I can think of in that case, and, I, and it's ridiculous, is that they are worried about money laundering. 
and people depositing account, you know, into an account that doesn't really belong to them may be a way of laundering money. You know, that's the Ooh, big I like fear. that idea. Anybody yeah. who wants to deposit money <laughs> yeah. in my account, yeah. I'll be glad to help you launder it. Yeah. <laughs> After the break, we're going to give out Marsha's bank account number so you no, can No, we're that. not. <laughs> oh, we're not. We're not doing that. No, no, uh, we're not doing that today. Yeah. So, um, in any case, that that may be the, the one thought that I would have that, that that's the reason that they want to check when you're making a deposit. But you know, there's all kinds of crazy rules and regulations going on in in all industries now because of the privacy, because of the money laundering, because of all those things that go on, and that's probably one of the reasons. That, so, what was the so did uh, Kurt ask them why are you asking me? For an ID? Oh, they said we need to update our records. Well, look, hmm. li- like he hasn't changed probably in 10 years. I- I- <laughs> yeah, exactly. They wow, they ended right. up giving him a sales pitch is what he tweeted. Right. Well, so they also now, you know, they used to, the banks used to, um, you know, if you put more than $10,000 in cash into a bank account, it is then reported to the federal government. But if you take out large sums of money and the bank won't tell you what it is because I actually had this happen to my daughter. And they said to her, oh, we're taking a lot of cash out and we got to register it. And she said, what do you mean? I'm taking money out of my own uh, My account, right. My own and account. you have and you to, wanna... right. Yeah, and they wouldn't tell. And she said, well, how much, what is the limit before you have to report it? She says, well, we can't tell you that. So that was a new one on me. I, and I looked around myself to see if that story was You know, was and accurate. I think that's shameful. It is accurate it is. because I've heard about that from other people. Um, you know, just beware of your bank because it's your money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Well, all right. So let's talk about this. You found a story about uh, airports and being hacked. And, you know, you always wonder... Uh, if I go to an airport and I want to watch a TV show, let's say, or a movie while I'm waiting for my plane to take off, you know, and it streams through Wi-Fi, you know, should you do it? Shouldn't you do it? Well, apparently yeah. there's a lot of places you shouldn't, and maybe all of them. Well, you know, the thing is, I always say, and everybody I know, I've convinced them to use a VPN when you're on public Wi-Fi. Right. Because a VPN reroutes, they can't find out, it's, let's just say it's a lot safer. We've described it before. Yeah. But in airports, hacking includes phishing, ransomware, malware, skimming, uh, data breaches. It's ridiculous. And when you're in an airport, you're at the worst danger because yep. somebody could be sitting in a corner putting up a fake Wi-Fi account saying, um, American Airlines Wi-Fi, sign in here. I mean, and you, who might not, yeah, okay, American Airlines Wi-Fi, that looks safe, okay, I'll do that. Right. Uh, or American Express Wi-Fi, and it not right. being the American Express Wi-Fi. Right. Um, so, before I tell you which airports are the worst for cybersecurity, let me give you one tip. Always look for the Wi-Fi network that's on the sign in the airport. Right. Do right. not sign on to anything else, and then use a VPN. And then don't log into anything. Right. Anything you already have open on your device, you can use. But don't start putting in your... I'm just saying, be paranoid all the time. And, you know, before you go on to that also, why don't you discuss... Just We talked about this before. What a VPN is, how do you get it? Okay, a VPN, you connect to Wi-Fi. Then you connect a VPN. A VPN has servers all over the world. 
A lot of people use VPNs to uh, trick TV networks, you know, when sports games are blocked in their area. Right. Well, they just right. sign on to a VPN, let's say, in New York. Right. And it's available on TV in New York, which right. you know, is a way to get around it. Um, or when I go to China, where I don't have access to social media or Google or Gmail, mm-hmm. I use it and I sign in through Malaysia. Okay. So what it does is it reroutes your traffic so it can't be picked up as easily. Nobody can identify that it's actually you. Mm-hmm. All they can identify is it's the IP address of the VPN. And that's a lot safer. You're not yeah, giving away the, you. And what does it cost a month to do this, and how does that work? I get ni- I pay $99 a year. Okay. And if anybody wants a free month, I can give them a free month. Granted, I get a free month if you, you know, sign up, too. But um, I use a very reliable one. There's, you know, I was going to talk about it in another show, but we never got to it. And I will next week. There's a website which rates all the different VPNs because some of the VPNs sell your data. <laughs> oh, my God. So who do you use? I use uh, uh, ExpressVPN. Okay, They're that's based interesting. That's in... the number one rated one on my list. Really? They're, yeah, 9. they're based in the Virgin Islands. So, mm. therefore, the NSA doesn't have much pull with them. <laughs> they're Don't in say the Virgin the air, Islands. Marcia, you're trying to hide from the NSA because they'll find no, you. No, no, I'm saying, but your point is of, of getting your data shared. Right. Um, it's a lot harder for a company outside, and it makes me feel good that they're number one on your list, to be honest with you, because I, yeah. I've been using them. I pay for an annual membership. Anybody tweet me if you want a free month, I can send it to you. Yeah, but I think cool. they're worth it. And let me just okay, give so you the list of the ten worst airports for cybersecurity. These are the airports yeah, where there's a guy sitting by the men's room setting up his own yeah. Wi-Fi thing. That's what they do. And apparently worst we're lucky one, in California, huh? Oh, yeah. Worst one is San Diego. Second, John Wayne, Orange County. Mm-hmm. Then we go to Houston, Texas with William Hobby Airport. Then Florida, Southwest Airport International. That's in Fort Myers. Then good old Newark, which has nothing good going for that airport. No. <laughs> Have you ever been lately? It's the worst. I've been to it's Newark in a long time. Uh, Dallas Love Field next. Phoenix Sky Harbor in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Charlotte I've Douglas International. Detroit Metropolitan. Wayne County Airport. And the last, the General Edward Lawrence Logan Airport. Logan Airport in Boston, Massachusetts. Please. Don't worry about that list. Just be safe and use a VPN. Don't log in on other things. Be safe. Very good tip. Uh, All right, we still got a few minutes. Uh, Let's talk about how. What are the best things that you can do to protect your smartphone? Uh, Things that we use on our smartphone that probably is hurting it, and certainly eventually may even destroy your smartphone. Yeah, I thought this was this was great information that you came up with. Yeah, so let's. I mean, this is interesting. So uh, a lot of people go on eBay or Chinese sites where you can buy things really inexpensively. Uh, Oh heck, Amazon has a bunch of crap on there. Or Amazon, yeah, they got a bunch of crap too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So buy good quality charging cables 
not companies, you know, as they mentioned, Anchor. There's a lot of companies or the manufacturers like Apple or Samsung or whoever manufactures, you know, factory manufactured things. Uh, but you're paying a buck for cables that you found on eBay. They can permanently right. damage your device. They may even start a fire or it could be electrocution. So right. don't use crappy cables. It's just Well, not I just worth bought it. some cables from Amazon, which I thought were very cool. Uh, you know, Android devices, we have the micro USB connector. It right. had it at an angle. So, mm. in other words, it was L-shape. It plugged into the phone, and the cable comes out the side. So you don't have that twisty thing going on with the cable. You know yeah. what I'm referring to? Yeah, so uh -huh. I think that yeah. that's a smart thing to do because a lot of people, and we've found that it weakens the cables when you're always bending the cables. Right, exactly. Yeah, so you don't want to do that. Now, here one, Marsha, you are totally guilty of this. Oh, no, I have clear cases on my phone. Okay, so you are, because you used to not use a case at all, did you? Well, no, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I like my phones. I like to look at them. I use, well, me too. A, what, what's that company we actually like? Spigen. I use their thin, clear case, and the Huawei phones come with yeah, they a come case with a nice just like Spigen. Yeah. So I keep those on all my phones, but I'm not into decorating my phone. Yeah, and, and I'm not either, although I have lately gone to a phone with a cover so that, you know, I went through, no joke, within a I did a that for a while. Of, yeah, within yeah. two weeks, I broke two screens on my phone. And it, and it taught me a lesson, and I now, of course, use a screen protector. Do you put a little screen protector on your on the face of your phone? Well, the Huawei phones come with one already installed. Okay, so you don't need to do that. If you if you don't have it, it they, and you can buy them. I, I actually paid like seven ninety nine on Amazon, and I don't have the name in front of me, uh, for three of them. And I have dropped the phone, as I always do, and they have held up really well. You don't have to spend $50 for a glass-protecting screen. The inexpensive ones can work as well. Read the reviews. Well, just just you know, it's rumored that the new Samsung Note 9 will mm -hmm. have an unbreakable, it won't be glass, and it will be yeah, unbreakable. I don't, uh, I don't know. I I can't go to the launch in New York, so they'll be sending me a unit here, and I will be reviewing that. So yeah, we want to. I'll let we you know. We want to do that. I'm not going to uh, drop it though. <laughs> no, no, don't drop it and, and test it. Now the other thing you want to do, and, and I have to say, I just use this. I put Apple Care warranties. The phones are expensive. My iPad, my iPad was very expensive. I got it, and they replaced my whole unit for free last week. So lots more to come. Uh, we'll be right back. There you go, and I'll share those tips on Twitter. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation, all businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Gulley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinated for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. Education, industry experts, back to the basics. Is your company using the Internet of Things to its fullest potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 at 630-933-0844 or visit learnitiot.com. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 